Hello, and welcome to Quick Hits, a podcast brought to you by Borealis Threat Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm, I'm sad to report that, like much of Canada and, and probably much of the world, there's a lot of mourning going on right now because of a series of incidents in Nova Scotia, a province in eastern Canada, one of the, one of the four Atlantic provinces, yesterday and parts of Saturday in which an individual appears to have killed at least 16 people in mass shootings across the province. There's an awful lot that we don't know, and I want to be very, very careful in not trying to over-speculate on what happened and why it happened. I'll talk about what we know so far, which is very little, but I first want to send out my condolences and, and, and prayers and thoughts to the families of the victims, an RCMP officer, a constable, uh, Heidi Stevenson also died. Uh, it's just a very, very sad day for, for Canada and in a country where we don't get mass shootings on a regular basis. They really are few and far between, which is, I guess we should be grateful for that. This is not something that we have to worry about all too frequently, but when it does happen, I think it's important that we as Canadians come together and do what we can. So what do we know? Well, we know that a 51-year-old man named Gabriel Wortman, he was a denturist. He had a bunch of clinics across the province, across Nova Scotia. Apparently, and this is information I'm getting from both the CBC and the Globe and Mail, which is kind of Canada's uh, national newspaper, that he um, seems to have had some issues. He had an obsession for policing, nothing wrong with that. He liked to buy policing memorabilia. He even tried to get a hold of an old RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police cruiser at one point, to refurbish it. And he also... Now, again, this is very speculative. This is only, you know, very early information. It's scarcely 24 hours, or not even that, since the story broke, is that he apparently had some issues in, in high school. Someone, one of a classmate talks about perhaps even some alcohol issues. And then there's this interesting line that his business of being a denturist was, was quite successful. In fact, he was described as a millionaire. And so someone was saying that, you know, Nova Scotia as a province has deemed during COVID-19 that these these offices being a denturist are not essential services which would meant that the, the office would have to close down temporarily so what does this all mean does this man go on a shooting rampage because his businesses were failing did he do it because of some kind of an unhealthy obsession with guns or with policing did he do it because of the loneliness that comes in or comes along with rather being in self-isolation? I haven't seen any reference to any kind of relationship, whether he was married or he was with somebody. Why did he do what he did? The bottom line is we don't know. And we may never know. We have to be accept the possibility that in the course of the investigation, the RCMP is... is you know, rapidly carrying out right now, that the questions that we have as to why, why now, why the victims he chose, why the attack structure that he that he elected to, to do, we may never have answers to those questions. And that's really frustrating because as individuals, as societies, we want to know why, why, why. Why does someone do this? How can someone kill 16 people, many of whom, according to the RCMP, he may not have known. The RCMP commissioner has stated that while it looks like maybe the initial attack was targeted, many other attacks seem to have been random. These are just random Canadians, random, random Nova Scotians. Nova Scotians living in rural communities who are now dead. Some maybe shot, some maybe died in, in fires. There's reports of a bunch of houses being burned, maybe in, in, in acts of arson by this person. 
we just may never know the answer to this. And I, I want to caution people about over-speculation. So, number one, is this an act of terrorism? The answer seems to be no. The RCMP has said there's nothing to suggest right now as of 10 o'clock on April the 20th that there was any kind of terrorist motive. What does that mean? That means that there's been no ascertained political, religious, or, or, or ideological reasons or cause underneath this. That's what Canadian law says, so it's not an act of terrorism. Is this linked to COVID-19? Is it because the man's business was failing or because he was being forced to isolate and if he didn't have the support of relationships, he may have been depressed or some kind of uh, state of anxiety? Maybe, but he, see, here's the problem here. 37 million Canadians are affected by COVID-19 and tens of thousands of businesses are affected by COVID-19. We read stories all the time in newspapers about businesses possibly going under because they've had to shutter their doors. They're not making any money. Customers aren't coming through to buy things. They have to pay their rent. They have to pay their hydro bill. They have to pay all kinds of other things that are, are monthly expenses for them, and they're not having any income coming in. Do we see tens of thousands of business owners take guns and randomly shoot people in rural parts of Canada? The answer is no. Will we see more? Yeah, we might. But to date, this is the first instance of, of a shooting that may, and I do stress may, have any link to COVID-19. And here's here's the, the important part about this. We as humans are made up of multiple moving parts. We are who we are because of partly genetics, but mostly the experiences we have, our experiences growing up, our experiences with our parents and siblings, our experiences with our friends, our experiences in our, in our work lives, our experience in our social lives. That combination, that mixture, made this individual who he is, or rather who he was since he's dead. He was apparently shot dead by the RCMP. Trying to nail down any one specific cause as to why he did what he did is probably useless. I can't imagine a scenario where he, he woke up, uh, you know, a Saturday morning, was which the shootings began Saturday evening. He woke up Saturday morning and all of a sudden everything just snapped. No, this would have been a long, probably long drawn out process. Didn't happen overnight. And I think we have to be really careful at trying to assign one particular cause or one particular incident for what happened in Nova Scotia over the weekend. As a former intelligence analyst, what I'd be looking for in the days and weeks to come are the following. What do we know about him in terms of his online presence, his social media presence, if this in fact was a planned attack, as the RCMP commissioner seems to suggest at the beginning, did he leave any kind of indication? Is there any kind of writing, any kind of online posting? Is there? Do we get lucky and find a manifesto, as we've seen in many cases? The Anders Breivik left a 1,500-page manifesto. The shooter in Christchurch, New Zealand, Brendan Tarrant, he left a manifesto. A lot of people who do carry this out for ideological reasons like to leave documentation behind to tell the world why they did what they did. Are we going to find that? The important part, I think, going forward, and this again goes back to my past as an intelligence analyst, is it's all about corroborate, corroborate, corroborate. Just because one high school friend said he had an alcohol problem, or one high school friend said he had an obsession with, with police, that's very interesting, it's very tantalizing, but it's not evidence per se. It has to be corroborated by multiple sources. And that's what the RCMP is going to be doing in the days and weeks to come. I really do hope that at some point we do get some kind of Maybe not closure is the right word, but more information as to what drives a 51-year-old man to 
wantonly carry out acts of mass violence against innocent people. Although I do fear that, as in the case of the Las Vegas shooter a couple years ago, we never knew why he did what he did. He went to his grave, and, and, and his reasons and his rationale went to the grave with him. We'll see. I just caution people out there, both my listeners and those that consume news, to be patient. Wait for information. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't post stupid things online that, oh, this is caused by COVID, or oh, this is because he was a failed police officer, or oh, this was because X, Y, or Z. We don't know. Let the officials, let the professionals do their jobs so that we can learn more and accept the possibility we may never learn the reason for why this happened. In the end, I just want to, again, uh, express my condolences to the, to the families of those who've died. The, the hashtag on Twitter now is, is Nova Scotia Strong, and I, I think we as Canadians have to support our Nova Scotia brothers and sisters in this regard. This is a terrible thing to have happened in the midst of an already terrible situation with the coronavirus, and it's, it's hard to, to say anything that's going to make anything feel better. Anyway, that's what I think. I'd like to hear what you think. You can reach me on Gmail, borealsrescuegmail.com. You can reach me on Twitter at Boreal Saves, on LinkedIn, or on Facebook. You can also go to my webpage, www.borealisthreatenrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button to receive all the content on Borealis on a daily basis in a daily email. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.